Hey everybody, this is uh, Big Fish Mad Dan Flanagan here at the K-Fish Radio. Local beauty herself, Miss Salmon, and co-host Anne is joining me. And we're here live at the Noyo Salmon Festival to talk about the 1980s humanoid from the deep. Here we go, and let's have a blast. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Uh, This is Daniel, and I'm here with... Anne. And we're here to talk about... Uh, Humanoids from the deep. Night. Talk. Sorry, my ear's ringing right now, so it's like (laughs) throwing me off. Uh, Humanoids from the deep. The 1980s... 1980... Roger Corman classic. 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 Oh, go ahead. I saw this movie a few weeks ago, and I knew instantly... We had to do this yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. I'm going to actually like take the mic out of the stand. Hold it like a lounge singer. That's fine. Oh, boy. So if you mix uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon with Jaws and maybe Aliens, you get Humanoid from the Deep. And something with a lot of boobs in it. A lot of boobs. <laughs> so how do we want to start talking about this? I mean, we're in a little... We're in a fishing town, right? Right. Right. Are you going to talk like that the whole time? Am I? I didn't, I didn't <laughs> know I was talking. Feel like you were still like, right? Yeah. I'm, right, y'all. I was still talking like I was the announcer. Um, so <laughs> we're in a fishing town and we find out that like they're wanting to build a cannery there. Right. 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 And uh, Johnny Eagle He's like a Native American guy. He's like, fuck you, guy. You're not building a cannery here. Fuck you. So you already are like, oh, no, there's a big fight between the big business and little Native American activists. We also have the racist Slattery. That's his name. Yeah. Slattery. Slattery. He's a dick. <laughs> a lot of a lot of racist stuff in this film. The Whoa. whole movie is surrounded by rapey fish people and hardcore racism. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's gross. It's gross. It's a cute little town, but yeah. It's I a don't ridiculously know. fun movie, but Jesus. Would you want to live in a fishing town? No, I don't know how to fish. But but like if I mean, other like people that. if other people could like do the fishing for you and but like you know, like f- up north, there's like Fish Town, and they just have a shit ton of white fish. Like, there's just white fish everything. Up Seems there. like it'd be boring in a town like that. Yeah, but it would be delicious. I do love fish. It would be delicious. So, we anyways, s- we're on a boat now. At the beginning, with we're, the fishing family. With the family, it's like a guy, some of his crew, and his his son Jack, Jackie. He's probably like. 12 years old, probably hates going out. Like, his dad's like, come on, son, you're going to be a fisherman like me and my dad. And he's like, fuck you, dad, I want to read my comic books. <laughs> but he goes out anyways, and his dad's, like, bitching at him that he's not doing things right, and he's fucking things up, and, Jackie, do this. Ah, fuck you, Jack, do this. <laughs> and this is why I never want to own a fishing boat, because of everything that goes wrong Yeah, in you know, boat. they're pulling up. The net, which obviously has a humanoid from the deep. But they think it's got a lot of salmon in it. What yeah. do you think the net income is? 
Ah. No. Oh, just to warn you, Anne, this is going to have a lot of fish puns in Great. this episode. Great. Great. I'm just making it official. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. So Jackie becomes fish food. Just breathe through it, people. <laughs> breathe through it. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep continuing with what happens on this boat. Oh, so they're, you know, obviously trying to pull up the net and it gets stuck. All this drama-rama happens. Oh, no. Jackie falls in. Oh, gets eaten by something. You're, you know. We don't know yet, but we know yet. We, we know what it is, guys. Um, but there's just this big trauma, and then the boat blows up, and our main character, who I'm not even quite sure what his name is, the guy with the puffy vest. Oh, God. I, I, I kept... You know. I thought he was the Johnny guy. for a long time. No. I don't know his no. name either. We'll call him Puffy Vest for well, the whole anyways, episode. He like sees this this boat blow up, and then that night he's at home talking to his wife about like you know the boat blowing up. Oh my god, that doesn't just happen. What was going on? They were something, something. fishy happened. Yeah, <laughs> So their dog runs off. Baron the dog mm-hmm. runs off in the middle of the night. And they go out to find him. They find him. Dead. Before that, though, oh. so the monster attacks Bear and the dog. Yeah. That dog does not look like it's having a good time during the filming. Like that dog is. I thought it wasn't a real dog. I well, thought it was like a like a. I thought it looked dog. very real, and I thought it looked like a pissed off dog. Speaking of dummy, I know we're not there yet, but oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so Baron dies, and then the next morning we're out on the fucking fishing docks, and guess what? All of the dogs in the town are fucking dead. All of them. There's just dead dogs everywhere. Everywhere, except Johnny Eagles. And so, of course, Slattery is like, fuck you, Johnny Eagle. You killed all the dogs. Yeah. And guess what? We're going to fight. It wasn't Johnny Eagle. It wasn't Johnny Eagle who killed the dog. <laughs> he wouldn't do that. He's a good guy. Johnny Eagle is the number one dude in this town for sure. Who was? We cut to a scene where a girl gets out of the shower and she's wearing lingerie, which you brought up is not what you wear when you're hanging out oh with the ladies. God, this girl. Yeah. Who she, was it? That was the girl on the beach in the bikini. Oh. That's the same girl. Oh. I like one, how she tried to dress really sexy. But when she's on the phone, her dishes in the sink are just full and gross as fuck. Like, well, yeah, her boyfriend doesn't give a fuck about that though. He's just a horned dog with a one-track mind, like she says. Yeah. Because all they're doing in this movie is making out every single place they go, just everywhere. Everywhere. You live in a house, like just go fucking your house. Yeah. You don't need to be out doing that all over town. So we get. Are we to the the party that night? Yeah. It. I thought it. I thought that was the salmon fest. I was. I think mistaken. it was the pre fest. It's like the pre salmon fest. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the interaction between the mayor and our puffy jacket dude. <laughs> he, this scene made me laugh so much. He walks up. The mayor goes, "When we get some duck hunting in," and our puffy dude, puffy vest dude, just is like, 
I lost my dog today, I so <laughs> just the way I so found, nonchalantly found my dead dog like brutally slain on the beach and ended in seaweed. That's like the end of the conversation. The mayor <laughs> doesn't like, care. All right. And then the next person who comes up says to the mayor, you've been drinking tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if you caught that. Yeah. It was so This funny. is another shitty mayor who won't shut down the town at the sign of any drama. Before festivals. Yeah, he must be buddies with Jaws guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we get introduced to Dr. Susan. What? God, Susan. Susan Drake. Uh, as <sighs> the fucking, like, whatever, see, like, the owner of the company described her. She's Dr. like a scientist. Susan Drake, a great little scientist. <laughs> Just a little scientist. She's a woman. She's a lady. So. This is a good time to jump into this. And read that this was actually supposed to be like a very feminist movie. Well, more feminist than it was. It it was directed by a female, and she, you know she showed the producer like the final cut of the film, and he was like, "Needs more tits," and she was like, "No, motherfucker! Like the only reason you want tits in here is so you can see some boobs bouncing around. There's no reason." So he fired her, hired a new director. Uh, filmed a bunch of tit footage, and then that never made it into the movie. And one of the actresses in this movie was pissed because she did this movie because she was like, hell yeah, there's like, it's like a sci-fi movie, and there's a lot of females in it, and there's no sex, and it's kind of like based in a little bit of fact. Like, you know, it's a cool thriller, and yeah, I'm... So hyped to be involved in that. And then it got all reshot with the additional footage. And she was so pissed that she tried to petition the Screen Actors Guild to not release the film because she was so mad that they, like, fucked up with, you know, the no, you don't need to have fucking boobs bouncing around. The first time watching this, like, you would not know that at all if you did not read this. Mm Mm-mm. Because the reshoots must have been intense, because it's so much tits. Yeah. Tits. Well, they didn't use a lot of it. Uh, like, well, I think the only thing they might have is... used is the scene where our Dr. Susan is, like, explaining how these <coughs> monsters were created. Yeah. Because that was very scientific. There was a lot of boobs at the um, at the Big Salmon Fest, weren't there? A lot yeah, of there was boobs off. everywhere. Because these... So what happened, guys, is... The salmon, let's see. Oh. They were genetically engineered. With DNA5 is the name of the... DNA5. So they were genetically engineered. They broke loose. And then the existing sea life ate the salmon. And they, like, started evolving. So this is, like, some weird... They could have made you know, so theater. many movies about this because how many animals eat sea- or salmon? Me. <laughs> Think about bears. Think about a movie where the bears ate salmon five and mutated to be giant fucking bears. Do you know what the scariest bear in a movie is for me? What? Annihilation bear. Oh, yeah. I hate that fucking bear. And it's I, like screaming. The one that like talks like a yes. child or whatever. Oh my god. Speaking of talking like a child, these creatures from the deep blue whatever are monsters. Whenever they're screaming, they sound like the screaming babies from Silent Hill. Oh. Did you notice they were like No. Rah! 
No, I didn't even realize they like made a noise. Yeah, they screamed constantly. Oh, so at the salmon fest. Yeah, let's go back to the, the salmon, salmon fest. Salmon fest. There's a big fight, right? Because oh, this is what happens. They're all having a big party, right? Pre-salmon right. fest. And then the doors swing open. Record screeches. <laughs> no, not the record. Uh, it's actually, it's Joe Williams and the Whitewater Boys is the band that's playing. And Joe Williams, Joe's not a man. No, no. Joe's a woman. Joe is the lead piano player. So. Oh, you look this up or something? Well, there's a whole scene in later in the movie where he's talking with Joe at oh, yeah. the Big Salmon Fest. And then... At the end of the movie, yes, she is in the credits. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so Johnny Eagle walks in holding his dead dog. <gasps> his dog wasn't dead before. Now it's dead. How fucked up is that that Slater killed his fucking dog to I make know. a point? Slattery. Slattery. I know. He did because he thought Johnny Eagle killed their dogs, but he didn't. And he just went and killed his dog. And Johnny Eagle was like, it stops now, motherfucker. So they get into this big... Oh, wait. He didn't say it stops now let's fight. He meant it stops now. I'm suing all of your asses. Yeah. And then they go to fight. <laughs> right. So, so then... This the most casual fight ever. There's this, like, gigantic parking lot brawl. Gigantic. Like, everybody's just punching everyone in the face. But it's, like, very slow and calm and collected. And the crowd does not seem to give up. So fuck. the the girl, Peggy, I think her name's Peggy. Peggy and her boyfriend are like out in the truck making out because they can't fucking keep their hands off of each other. <laughs> and he's like, so they're making out. They hear this noise. The guy opens like the back window thing of the, tr- of the truck and pokes his head out to be like, what the hell's <laughs> happening? And like some guy just punches him in the face instantly. It was so good. It was, oh, it was so funny. This movie, I can't tell if it meant to be a comedy, but watching it now, it just feels like a comedy. Well, if we're going to be talking about the comedy aspects of this movie, can we talk about the real comedian of this film, the best scene of this movie? <laughs> the scene made me any, want to do it. Possibly any recent movie we've watched. This might be my favorite scene. Um, the scene with the couple on the beach in, in their the tent, tent getting busy with the ventriloquist dummy. What's his name? <laughs> oh, I didn't I, even write it down. Did he say a name? Yeah. Oh, he said the name several times. I want to point out some of the highlights to that scene. Oh my God. Before we see what's happening in the tent, she goes, I want to see more than just the head. And then another good one inside is. Won't I get splinters? Oh, I've been sanded. Oh, my God. And he's, like, poking his head out of, like, the sleeping bag. Like, just poking out. This girl's DTF, and it's all because of this ventriloquist show. Yeah, it's, like, it is the most ridiculous scene I've ever seen. It's so stupid. Like, (laughs) it's so weird. And the guy, like, is really into his dummy I think she was more into the and dummy than he was. really into the dummy. And I think this might be the only moment in history that ventriloquism got someone laid or almost got someone laid. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Probably would have worked for me at some point. Are like, you kidding me? Ventri- ventriloquism? If, really. I like, I like, I like 
puppets and dummies and in stuff. a sexual moment though oh not in a <laughs> no not then but it might like that would get me a date with someone if they were like okay i'm okay a, i'm a ventriloquist i have a, i'm having a real tough time saying that word <laughs> ventriloquist ventriloquism ventriloquist <laughs> <laughs> so that was like the best and then they get attacked of course like obviously Obviously. And then the dummy blinks his eyes <laughs> when nobody is controlling him. Which really you want to dig into. Can like, we get the sequel for that movie <laughs> with the dummy? Serious? I don't what know. What the fuck? That whole scene was just like, oh my God, this has to be done on the podcast at some point. Oh, it was so, so, so good. Um, we get a lot of like people dying, things exploding. The sheriff being a real dingus. Johnny Eagle's house gets blown to smithereens Johnny, by Slattery and his crew. Johnny Eagle goes through some shit. Johnny Eagle has, and this is like three days, right? Yeah. Like, this is just, this is just <laughs> a few days. He gets beat up, blown up, shot at, his punched. His dog gets killed. I mean, a lot of people's dogs get killed, but like, his dog was murdered. Yeah, it wasn't the monsters. It was Oh, it was the monsters, the humans. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Damn! Wow! Don't fucking kill dogs! Wow! Um, there's there's this one part in the movie where like there, it's two different scenes going on. <laughs> yeah, the blowing up night. But it's the same time, right? It's like this is happening while this thing is happening. In one scene, it's like totally dark, like ten o'clock at night, dark. And the other, the other scene, it's like five thirty at night. Light. And like, it keeps it, cutting back between the two. It drives me absolutely insane. It drives me crazy. Can we get just a little bit of continuity editing in here, <laughs> please? Just make sure, make sure that those are right. Like, I'm just a casual viewer, and it's something that I instantly notice. Like, there's somebody who's a that's their job is to Yeah. Well, not in this movie. They didn't have someone for that. Well, that's pretty stupid. There were so many times that I thought the main female actors, not the doctor, but everyone else just like switched out with different actresses. So I was like, this doesn't look like the original. Well, the doctor and the guy's wife looked very similar in my opinion. Oh, I stopped taking notes at this point. (laughs) I wrote the monster's head looks like a penis. Coincidence. I mean, yeah, because they're just a bunch of dudes who want to go fuck whatever they want to and don't give a shit if, it's consenting or not. Incels. That's what they are. And then they'll just kill a bunch of people if they don't get what they want. Oh. So, oh. <laughs> God, what's the main character's brother? His girlfriend gets in a truck to go get help when the house is blowing up. Oh, yeah, because they're at dinner because he caught a bunch of fish and then was like, come over for dinner. And then they get there and he's like, all right, let's go clean some fish. Fuck <laughs> you, Johnny. Like... Don't invite me for dinner and then tell me I have to, like, gut my own fish. You got to pull your weight. <sighs> oh, it's Peggy. Nope. No, Peggy was the one they found on the beach. Yeah. All right, let's just get to that. Well, anyway, she falls off the bridge, and that was a really dramatic... I did not see that coming, because they kept talking about how strong and awesome she was, and she was a good character, but she blew up. Everything blows up. Well, she blew up because she was attacked by a sea monster that was latched to her car. So the next morning, they go out to find the monsters. These are the easiest fucking monsters in the world to find. Yeah, they just kind of like chill out and lay on the beach and then they just come to you. I love when they go to the beach and 
the doctor's like, there's your evidence. And all the monsters just like look up like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you found us <laughs> on the beach? Oh, no. <laughs> so there's a shootout and they find Peggy all tied up and not tied up, but underneath seaweed a whole bunch of seaweed. Up. Uh, <laughs> they take her back and then no one in this town seems to fucking care that there's giant monsters. Like, yeah. They're not alarmed in the way that normal people would be if someone was like, yo, here's a giant fucking, like, fish man. Fishman? They're like, oh, my. Morty Fishman. Morty Morty Fishman. I don't even want to tell you this because this is very, it's a secret. But Morty Fishman haunts us at the yurt. What? (laughs) Please go on. Morty Fishman. Oh, my God. Maybe this movie is about Morty Fishman. (laughs) Morty Fishman is a half man, half fish who lives by the yurt and he splashes around at night and he comes up to see us. And that's what we hear at night when we're there. Oh, my God. It's Morty Fishman and he has glasses and he's a big nerd. What? (laughs) That's Rachel named her dog Morty after Morty Fishman. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. His name's Mortimer. Mort- <laughs> Mortimer Fishman. And he's the junior. Mortimer Fishman Jr. Actually, I think he's the third. <laughs> Anyways. Wow, there's a huge <laughs> backstory. Really well, we've been going there for a few years. We've had a long time to work, this, work this out. So Dr. Susan takes the fish creature and everybody involved back to the canning lab. Why does a can... Okay, let's get into this canning company. It's a canning company, for one. Mm-hmm. They have a lab. They have a doctor who is splicing genes and DNA. What? Yeah, that what? would be more on the. Um, well, I don't know. Is I mean, I research guess and developments need... in the company. Yeah, like if you're doing, f- like if you're a fishing business, like I can see why you you want a scientist. You'd probably want a board of Do, scientists. Does Chicken of the Sea have like a science committee that are trying to make tuna fish bigger? I mean, probably. I would Ugh. imagine they're probably doing some kind of freakish experiments with tuna. We're going to have like half tuna men walking around. <laughs> You're krilling me. <laughs> Did you just say I'm krilling you? Yeah. <laughs> what if I just threw my microphone down right now? I just walked out of the room. Made you finish this. Aww. I would do it just for the halibut. I'd still finish. All right, so Edward is the other dude that's working at the canning company. He is a great fucking actor. Save me. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, tune her out, you guys. Oh, my God. I can't <laughs> is this movie? This. I know. I'm sorry. Well, it's a fish movie. <laughs> I have to do as many fish it. puns as I can. I can't believe it. So is this movie more about Darwinism, you think? <laughs> It's about evolution. I don't know. I think it's just about. What do I think it's about? I mean, I think it's just about somebody who wanted to make a movie about fish creatures that come up. I don't think there's a hidden meaning behind this movie. Do you think Dr. Susan is a good guy or a bad guy? Mm, I was kind of thinking Dr. Susan was going to be a bad guy, but she ends up being a good guy. But. She's working for Big Brother here. Like, she's working for Big Tuna. So <laughs> 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 Who the fuck knows? <laughs> but at the end, she's there to birth the tuna baby. Oh, that's right. She does. She's not a good guy. She's not a good guy. She's going to stud. Yeah, that's right. Because 
Peggy got pregnant. That's, I mean, that's what they're doing. They're having yeah. sex. They're mating with all the females because they're just so evolutionarily advanced that they have to like spread it everywhere. They just have to kill men and so fuck yeah. Babes. Peggy got pregnant, and in like a few days she gave birth because their life cycle is like super crazy fast, right? Yeah, they evolve really quick. You so, think that's why they killed the dogs first because they felt the dogs were on their level, and then they evolved further than that. And they're like, all right, we got to kill men now. I don't know. I don't know. Do you think these uh, these Kermit-looking monsters look good? How dare you? It does look like the Foppet's Kermit. Foppet. Foppet, <laughs> yeah, sorry. The final thing I want to talk about is the ending and their plan to destroy all these monsters. So their plan is, well, during the festival, things are going fucking haywire. Everyone's getting destroyed or mutilated yeah, by fish monsters. Yeah, because there's just an untold number of these things just creeping up from the water. We know how it, we know where they come from, but we don't know how many there are. How useful is that? Yeah. So their plan is to fill the river with gas and make fire circles. Yeah, they just pour a bunch of gasoline on the water. Yep, yep. Which doesn't really help us because these guys are already on the land. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Also, all you're doing is setting the surface of the water on fire. Correct, like, correct, correct, yep, yep. <laughs> um, it's not doing anything below the water. And third, what the fuck are you doing? You're also driving your boat around in this water. Mm-hmm. So your boat's covered in gas. Also, also, this is like the little, like, um, what do you call it? A... Marina, yeah, <laughs> where all the boats are. Yep, like, yep, yep. You're gonna set all of your neighbors' boats on fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like every single person in town, their boat's gonna be in flames, and they're gonna hate you so much. Their whole plan does not seem to work or matter at all. This town it's, is weird. Yeah, it's it a really weird is. Little town. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, we. The only part at the ending that really matters is our. Native American gets to save the racist. Yeah, he does. He does. Because he's, although, you know what? I don't think he I was like, I was like, shoot him, Johnny Eagle. Like, this guy's a dick to you and doesn't care about you and was going to, like, try and fucking kill you. Like, shit. Seriously. Save that little girl. Like, make him think you're going to help him. And then, bye, brother. <laughs> you? You're just going to want to build a, a cannery anyways. He's going to still want to do it. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I, I have nothing else to say about this movie. It was just fantastic. Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous, and I liked it a lot. <laughs> if you have not seen it, I'm going to make sure to push that you see it before listening to this, but this might be one of my favorite B-horror movies, almost. Ever. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the dummy scene makes this movie like bump up a full letter grade in my book. Yeah. Just that scene itself. <laughs> That's like I feel like I was watching it as you were asleep like a couple weeks ago, and I was kind of paying attention, but as soon as that dummy scene happened, I was like, oh, this needs my full attention currently, this Sup whole thing. I'm surprised you didn't wake me up. <laughs> and and there's a dummy. You're like, there's this really weird dummy scene. You need to wake up. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got. You got anything else? No, I think that was a good movie. I yeah. mean, not good, but good. <laughs> it was good for being fun. so bad. Yeah, it was fun. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Bourbon and Blood. Yeah, thanks, guys. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.